Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. Your host, Kevin Wilson, is going to be taking us on this journey, and we hope you enjoy it. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Wilson. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures, they point to Jesus. We're excited for you to be with us on week 25, day two, Esther 3 through 4, the plot of Haman. And you could always look at our show notes for the reading list that we give out. And so Pastor Ken's here with me again, and you'll be joining us all this week as we walk through Esther. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Excellent. Good to be with you today, Kevin. Yeah, glad to be here with you as well. We've been looking through... Uh, chapters three and four, and if you've not read those chapters, I think it's it would be good for our discussion as we have. Uh, so go ahead and read those chapters. But Haman is introduced in his any story. There's sometimes an antagonist or someone who is introduced in each and every plot that we see throughout the, the scriptures, but he's introduced in chapter three. And, you know, you've had, you know, 40 years of ministry. Have you run into any people like Haman that have Haman-like personalities? Um, and what's your advice to just handling those types of people? Well, sure. In 40 years of ministry, you run into diversity of people. You run into some great spiritually minded people, but you also run into some people that uh, represent the flesh. And Haman's one of those individuals. Haman really does represent a person controlled by the flesh and consumed, Kevin, by himself. Mm-hmm. And I've met a few people that are narcissistic egomaniacs. They're honestly not a lot of fun to be around. They talk a lot. And it's a lot about themselves, and it's a one-way conversation. Uh, little humility, very little dialogue, interaction. Um, and I found that most of the time, only God can give them liberation and um, change the human heart. Mm-hmm. And many times I found that those individuals are sort of, um, because of their narcissism, because of their ego, um, Really, they're unteachable people. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you, you you've met some of them before as well, and um, sometimes, you know, if you could speak truth into their lives, but lots of times they don't want to hear the truth. That's the regrettable thing. Yeah, that is when we think about somebody who has a personality like him. So we see this story unfold as we'll read the scriptures uh, as we go along with this. You know, it's really regrettable in his life. You think about how consumed he was with self, how that didn't turn into vengeance as we'll see it, and just ultimately his demise. Um, Definitely don't want to be that kind of person. But in this portion of the story, we see him get a promotion. Um, He gets a promotion from the king in chapter 3, verse 1. And, uh, you know, when we start getting influence, and, you know, a lot of our listeners, they don't have Haman-like personalities. Uh, And even if they do, they may not know it. (laughs) Maybe somebody needs to come beside that person and help. You know, I, I know that on our team, we do. We have the kind of relationship. I have the kind of relationship with Ken that he can point out some blind spots in me and I can do the same thing with him. But, you know, when you do start having influence, what are some things that we need to keep in mind so that we don't become that narcissistic kind of person? Um, Just what some things that you would say to that? You know, um, as I was thinking about, as you were talking, Kevin, uh, power, pride, prominence, 
they have the potential to really be destructive in our lives. Um, Book of Proverbs remind us pride goes before destruction. It seems like as I look back over four decades of ministry, not everybody can handle success and prominence. Uh, Years ago, I read a book that really helped me personally sort of combat notoriety and influence. It was a book called Descending into Greatness. And it really, the book was uh, based on Philippians chapter two, uh, where Jesus relinquished control of his divine rights. And it reminded that every person is designed by God to serve. Uh, it sort of reminded me of Mark 10, 45, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Well, anyway, in this book, Descending into Greatness, it's the stories of people who had prominence and power, but they knew this. God was the source of their success and the contribution of others led to their achievements. And I think that makes all the difference in the world when it sort of puts us in an understanding that we are who we are because first and foremost, who God is, and secondly, by who we've surrounded ourselves with. Yeah, I think that's, uh, as I was listening to that and thinking through that, you know, one of the things we talk about at FCC here is you can go a lot farther with a team. Mm. And uh, I think that that is a, you know, I've uh, listened to a lot of leadership stuff and uh, different podcasts. And one of the things I've tried to think through, and I know our leadership team thinks too, as we think about it is, you know, anytime you sit at a table, you know, we're not the most influential or smartest person. There's just people around us and our staff and our congregation that is just amazing. And, um, um, so when you think about that influence you have, uh, you truly are standing on the shoulders of another, if, if you look at that. And so we get to chapter four, and it's really one of the, you know, a lot of books in the Bible, they have that theme central verse. We talked about it yesterday, a little bit about that, what most people know Esther for. But chapter four, 14, central verse of this book, the such a time as this, Mordecai, Mordecai is talking to Esther and saying, you, God has put you on this earth for this time. Um, Two questions kind of here, and you can go off both of them. Why do you think the Lord used Esther? So that's one. And then how do we not waste an opportunity when it's presented in real time? You know, Esther made the most of her opportunity. So why do you think God used Esther? And then, you know, for us, how do we not let opportunities go by? I think one she had been taught by her uncle Mordecai. God used all the circumstances, mm-hmm. all the placement for you as queen to get you to such a time as this. Um, and then she was just willing to take the personal challenge too. Mm-hmm. I think she moved forward in faith rather than fear. And one of the things that I think by default that Mordecai had really helped her develop was what I call a mentality Uh, for such a time as this, God mentality. God made me for this role in ministry for such a time as this. God, uh, for such a time as this, placed me in my marriage or as a parent. Um, For such a time as this, God wants me to take this step of faith. This mentality of for such a time as this, it takes all the circumstances realizing that God has orchestrated and used all the details of life up to this point for such a time as this. Every skill that you've developed, every hurt you've endured, every obstacle you've overcome, all of life up to this point becomes 
for such a time as this. Yeah, I think that's so good. I think that's so good for everybody to remember that it's not only the mountaintop experiences, but it's also um, the the valleys. And as you're reading this, for her to go in front of this king and not to be accepted meant death. And so there's a lot, if you're in the middle of this narrative and, and reading it, that she has. And so uh, I think that's really, really good. So uh, don't waste your life. Um, just don't waste your life. Every moment that God gives you, live it out to his glory. Uh, I hope this encourages you in your walk with Jesus. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. So uh, join us again as uh, we continue in the story of Esther on the Jesus Everyday podcast. 